Hey everybody! Welcome to the very first episode of Changing the World and Other Circus-Related Things. My name is Eliana Dunlap, and for those of you who don't know me, I'm a professional circus artist from the U.S. I graduated from the New England Center for Circus Arts in 2012 and the École de Cirque de Québec in 2016. Before I get into what this podcast is about, I want to give a quick shout-out to my collaborators who have been helping me out with this project, David Trevoni, Micah Ellinger, Ivy Blake, Erica Hagen-Veilleux, and Alicia Cologne. You will be hearing from some of them from time to time as well. So what is this podcast? This podcast is an initiative of the Circus Action Network, a group dedicated to fostering dialogue and exploration at the intersection of social and environmental justice and the circus arts. Our goal is to be a resource for those interested in these issues, to promote sustainable practices in the circus arts, and to create a supportive and collaborative community of circus artists who are passionate about tackling the social and environmental challenges of our time. Each episode of this podcast will center around a conversation with someone who is doing this kind of work. Generally, the focus will be more specifically circus-related, but we will also be branching out to other types of performance art as well, which brings us to today's episode. Today we will be talking with Chantal Bilodeau, who is a playwright and artistic director of the Arctic Cycle. I met Chantal this summer at a workshop she runs called the Artists in Climate Change Incubator, which is a fantastic workshop, by the way, that I would highly recommend to anyone interested in this kind of work. It happens every year, so definitely keep an eye out for that next summer. While I was there, she was lovely enough to sit with me for an interview. So, without further ado, I bring you Chantal Bilodeau. I'm sitting here with uh, Chantal Bilodeau of the Arctic Cycle. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, So first off, um, I'd love you to tell us a bit about yourself and your work for those of listeners that might not be familiar with it. Yes, so I'm a playwright, originally a playwright, and I'm also the artistic director of a company called The Arctic Cycle. Mm -hmm. And um, The Arctic Cycle does, uh, it's it's all about uh, using theater and the arts to um, foster conversations about the climate crisis and try to create positive visions of the future that encourage people to take action. And within the Arctic Cycle, we have a few different initiatives, four actually initiatives. One is a series of plays that I'm writing that um, are set in the Arctic. So one play for each country in the Arctic. That's a cycle of eight plays. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have a blog called Artists in Climate Change, uh, a project that takes place every two years called Climate Change Theater Action, which is a way of engaging people, like providing very short plays to people that they can do on their own and create sort of a movement around the United Nations um, COP meetings. Mm -hmm. And the last initiative is the Incubator, which is um, a little bit of a think tank workshop for artists of all discipline who want to talk about the intersection of arts and climate change, and that happens every year. Amazing. Awesome. So what, um, what do you think makes the arts a good agent for social, political, environmental change? Um, I think the really good arts open avenues for exploration and um, ask questions and invite people to engage with those questions, mm-hmm. which is um, a very different way of engaging with a subject where um, 
with a discipline, other disciplines, for instance, um, you're given e either information or, um, like, if we think about activism, usually the, um, the people will be pushing for a solution. So mm -hmm. you're, you're, the decision is made for you, and you're asked to join something that's already decided. Mm -hmm. While as with the arts, I think. Um, it's an invitation to think together and to create, um, either engage with questions, create more questions, mm -hmm. or maybe start to design solutions together. Mm -hmm. Cool. And I love this idea that you've written about, which is like, like making theater that is climate change rather than about climate change and how that can kind of change culture. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the difference between those two? Yeah, art that engage or theater that engage that um, is about climate change will name the issue, talk about the um, the visible impacts. Um, it's like telling a story about something, mm -hmm. and I think theater that is climate change sometimes it may not even name it. Mm -hmm. You know, it sort of embodies. Um, some of the struggles, some of the challenges, and it, mm -hmm. it embodies or promotes the values that would help address these, ch these challenges. Mm -hmm. Do you think that that idea and that sort of shift from making it about, from making it about climate change to something that is climate change, has that changed the way that you approach your work? Um, pr yes, probably, but it's been such a slow... <laughs> You know, these ideas develop over time, so mm -hmm. I, I, I'm probably not the best person to... I'm sure, like, a, a really good <laughs> academic person would look at, you know, what I used to do and what I do now, and they could, mm -hmm. in very articulate way, um, yeah. explain the difference, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, one thing... there Yes, there are a few ways where I know that it has changed. For instance, um, with every play I write now, I try to include an artist from another discipline okay. from the region I talk about. So mm -hmm. that has to do with um, having more than just one voice, just my voice in the play, mm -hmm. um, interdisciplinarity, mm -hmm. um, and trying to think about something together. So those are, I think, values that mm -hmm. are also values that would be good to tackle climate change. Yeah. When, you, um, when you go about incorporating or working with an artist from another discipline, do you have certain things you think about when approaching like cross-disciplinary uh, collaboration? And especially if it's like something that you're not a, like a discipline you're not as familiar with, like is there, are there strategies for like making that successful, I guess? Is what I'm yeah, it's ask. tricky. In a way, I'm the least qualified person to do that because, um, <laughs> you know, writers, we typically write alone. Yeah. Um, while as a, like in the theater, a theater director, for instance, is used to bringing people together mm -hmm. and talking to people from different disciplines. I mean, all towards a common project, but mm -hmm. they're used to talking to lighting designers, sound designer, costume people, actors. And um, I have none of that tr training. Um, and I don't, I also don't have the, um, I mean, I've never been called to develop those skills. <laughs> so when I, and also because I try to, to work with artists who are not from the theater, mm -hmm. um, I think I just try to uh, listen and um, see what they can bring mm -hmm. um, and, and not put too much of a, um, a preconceived idea on their contribution. Got it. Um, it's really, I mean, it's kind of trial and error, and mm -hmm. I, I have done it on a, 
fairly small scale. Mm -hmm. So I think it's something that I'm learning as I'm doing it. Okay, cool. Um, what are some of like the challenges that you feel like you face when you're addressing climate change in your work, and how have you dealt with those? Um, there's there's the challenge of um, sp speaking to an audience who might not want to hear about that, mm -hmm. and not because they're not interested in climate change yeah. or because they don't believe in it, but sometimes, I mean, maybe you don't want to go to the theater and hear about it again when, when you've been reading it in the newspaper or... Yeah. And there's also a preconception, I think, that anything that has, in the theater, anything that has to do with um, social or political issue is going to be not as good, mm -hmm. not good art, mm -hmm. um, and that it will push a particular issue forward. Um, and it's, um, that I don't always know how to overcome. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I haven't shied away from using the words climate change. Sometimes people have suggested, oh, maybe if you don't put that as a barrier. Mm -hmm. But I've been doing it for so long that I feel it would be a little bit hypocritical to now take it back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I, um, I don't know. I try. Well, one thing I do is I try to. I'm interested in uh, bridging disciplines and bringing together people who may not normally talk to each other. Mm -hmm. So um, I will go talk to maybe communities who are receptive, like uh, scientists. Mm -hmm. um, so they're receptive to the subject, but they might not be uh, traditional theater audiences. Yeah. And then um, engage people in that way. So uh, maybe part of it is about finding who the right audience is. Yeah. And then um, finding ways to grow that or find them in, in different locations. Yeah, do you, when you are looking for like places to perform or opportunities, how, how do you go about like finding those people or those places? Like, is, do you go out looking for like science? conferences or things that you can perform at or like do they come to you like how is with conferences it's been a mix so okay. sometimes people find me and mm -hmm. ask me to bring something okay. um there are a few times where I have found them mm -hmm. um it works better when they find me because then they already have an idea of how they want me to fit in the picture as okay. opposed to because sometimes these conferences are not used to having artists so they don't they quite don't know, know. yeah and, and we get pushed to the side um, and then in terms of performance, it, it depends on the project. When it's my own plays, like full-length plays, they it, they usually have been produced by other theaters. Mm -hmm. So it's in a, a theater that will be interested, and then they bring their play, and they have their own community already. Okay. But with uh, the project Climate Change Theater Action, mm -hmm. um, so we create this collection of 50 short plays mm -hmm. that we then make available for people to take and perform. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's people in their own community talking to, to their own community. Mm -hmm. So instead of, you know, me arriving and like imposing my ideas from an outsider's perspective, mm -hmm. I mean, we provide the plays, but people are, are, are free to choose what plays they want to do mm -hmm. and to add material that's local. Yeah. So, so then it's, it's like a distributed model where it's somebody in that community who knows and wants to bring their community together. Yeah, that's super cool. And for, for the theater actions, um, if I'm, if I know this correctly, I think you, you often incorporate like talkbacks and like other like local community organizers or local like 
scientist or something to come in and talk to the community as well. Yeah. Um, how has that been? <laughs> that... So, I, ha- you know, I don't see all of the events mm-hmm. because um, in 2017 there were 140 of them in 23 countries. Oh, wow. awesome. <laughs> but I have seen a few, especially around New York, and then a few places, like I was invited to go to Pomona College mm-hmm. when they did their event, and um, I think I saw another one, which now I can't remember... And, and then I saw some videos of mm-hmm. some of them. And um, it's, really, it's really great because um, the talks or the presentation can often deepen the experience. Like people have an emotional experience, you know, of a very personal story. Mm-hmm. And then um, oftentimes they get curious, like, oh, you know, they is it true that this city is going to be on the water or like whatever um, is is presented in the play, then sometimes they want to know more. So mm-hmm. if there are scientists present, then they can ask that. Or if they have, um, like this one woman I know did, um, there were 17 local orga- organizations who did tabling after her event. Mm-hmm. So it was a way for people to... Um, like a common reaction is oh my god what can I do and then it's like oh here are all the things you can do (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it um it builds the experience I find well that's a nice way of being like here's here's some information and not just leaving them without yeah anything else like go figure out what to do yeah yeah I think um and that kind of like leads me the next thing is like I feel like a lot of people often feel really like helpless in the face of climate change and like don't really know what to do um, and so, I mean, one of my questions for you is like, how do you stay motivated in that? But I think it's also nice that you can like, how can you help other people get motivated about it? Partly for me, it's the community. It's finding other artists and other people who mm-hmm. are doing this work and who are passionate about it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, if I'm low at any moment, I can ride somebody else's wave mm-hmm. and like f- feed from their optimism. Yeah. Um, and I, I think something that's really important, both for myself and for others, is to to remind ourselves that every little thing builds on each. You know, they build on each other, and um, it has an impact. Yeah. And and it not not that we're you know we're, not one of us is going to change policy probably, mm-hmm. although it may, it may happen, and <laughs> it's good if it does, but. Um, the, I, I give an example with like blockbuster films. Mm-hmm. Theater is very small. It touches a very small audience. Mm-hmm. But um, we can take, or at least there was a time where we could take a lot of risks mm-hmm. in what we tackle. Mm-hmm. And the costs are relatively small compared to a film that costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The film is not going to be the first one to tackle a controversial subject. Yeah. So... If, but you know what we're doing at our level will influence what's being done later mm-hmm. when a lot more resources are needed. So it's yeah, yeah, you know we can't always track like how we got from A to B. But mm-hmm. I I do believe there's an impact. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, I think a lot of people. Something I also find interesting is that a lot of people seem to think of um, like climate change and sustainability as like an obstacle when they're trying to make art, and that it's like gonna you know, block them from, you know, achieving their artistic vision. Um, what is your, like, response to that kind of point of view? I think we have to turn the, the thinking, and some people are doing remarkably well. This this um, uh, designer in New York called Daniel Wuerl, okay. who has designed and, and 
continues to design for Broadway, and mm-hmm. her whole practice is about sustainability. Mm-hmm. So she, like, that's the baseline. And if clients don't want to um, go with that, she's just not gonna. I think she's not gonna take the, um, the contract. Take the yeah, yeah. And because she sees it as a challenge, and yeah. you can, you can be extremely creative. Um, in a different way. Again, in a theater, like, do we need to put an entire apartment on stage? <laughs> or can we suggest the apartment? Yeah. You know, they're... they're yeah, I, I think if we look at um, using diff- resources differently as a, an artistic challenge mm-hmm. as opposed to a restriction, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot we can do. Yeah, for sure. And then I, I find it... Another thing I'm like interested in is, like, when you get to more, like, abstract mediums, like, how do you communicate? Like, do you have any thoughts or advice about how to communicate um, the, like, climate change or the values that, you know, we want to communicate when dealing with something like circus or dance or something that's, like, not um, quite as, like, narrative or not quite as, like, delineated? Right. Um, I've seen some dance pieces... Like there's a, I have a friend who makes a lot of costumes all out of plastic bags. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> right. So the dance itself, there's no narr- recognizable narrative, yeah. but already with the costumes, you you can you, you go in a particular it. direction. Yeah. yeah so um, that's really interesting. Yeah. They they. I'm not an expert in any of those disciplines, but I think you can plant elements that will send people in that direction. Um, Or you can work in a certain way. Like sometimes there are, um, I have a friend who has a theater company and he tries to work very sustainably. Mm -hmm. And um, it's like, put it in a program. Yeah. Because it's interesting, I wanna know. I may not know if I just watch it, But you know, I'm gonna have a, depre- a different appreciation if yeah, it's in the program. Sure. So I'm, you know, if um, I don't know if a, if a circus was gonna embrace sustainability and mm-hmm. say, here are the things we're doing, mm-hmm. you should know. Yeah. You know, here's when you come to us, like here's what you can expect, and here's what we're doing to by being here and or yeah. or join us in doing mm-hmm. this and that thing. Yeah. Um, or um, I don't know. Some maybe it's in the in, it's in the co- costumes that suggest um, mm-hmm. uh, natural environments. Yeah. Or yeah, it's sort of interesting. Like that's kind of another interesting aspect of it because you have like the idea of art and performance that in its content is working with climate change and sustainability. And then you also have, like, the production side of it and, right. like, how it's being made and, like, are those practices sustainable? And those can be, like, kind of... Like, they're related, of course, but they can also be kind of totally <laughs> separate. So and, kind of- yes, and sometimes... Um, I think a lot of times the artists themselves don't have control over the means of production. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Yeah. So, yes. we, you know, we can, we can encourage or yeah. talk about it. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, a lot of times we can only control uh, the artistic aspect and not so That's much true. the production. Yeah, that yeah, I hadn't actually thought about that. Um, how do you? How can we like encourage artists and like empower them to take action through the arts and embrace the challenge of climate change? 
Um, I think they have to know that it can be done beautifully. You know, it can mm -hmm. be done in just a, as it doesn't take away from the artistic experience mm -hmm. because I think there's still this preconception on both sides, both from the audience, like mm -hmm. I mentioned, and from the art, artist side where, um, you know, if I'm going to address like a serious issue, then I'm not making real art. I'm making something less than. Yeah, yeah I often get this... Um this comment like when I talk to other circus artists about this where they're like well I don't want to be political or like I don't you know like I just it, that's not the point of it or it's like it's you know I, it should be more like people are escaping from these things and I have a hard time countering them or like articulating why I disagree with them <laughs> but I think it's sort of like an I think that's like a to me that's kind of funny I'm like why why shouldn't it be political uh-huh you know like all these other art forms are political like why why can't circus be political and it, it doesn't have to be political as in um you're a bad person I'm gonna tell you what to do right <laughs> yeah it can be really subtle mm -hmm. so subtle that um maybe people are not gonna say hey I went to see something and it was about the environment yeah. but but some part of it will stay with them yeah Absolutely. Um, and then I think my last question is, um, yeah, it kind of goes off of the other ones, but do you have any advice for artists looking to engage uh, with climate change in their work, like places to look or resources or like things to start with? Um, yes. So there's the blog that we do that I mentioned. It's mm -hmm. called Artists and Climate Change. So artistsandclimatechange.com. Mm -hmm. And um, it's both, uh, there's a series of writers who write about other things, and mm -hmm. then there are artists themselves who write about their own practice. So mm -hmm. that's a source of inspiration. Mm -hmm. And um, with that is a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So there's a group of about 1,500, I would say, artists from all over. And mm -hmm. that's a place where people can post and you know talk about what they're doing or questions or whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's one resource. Um, and people can find that from your blog? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And they can also, if you just, um, if you talk, if you Google artists and climate change, these are the first things that pop up mm -hmm. um, at the resources. So, hmm, there's not that many of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are some that are more on the sustainability, like production side, mm -hmm. like uh, Broadway Green Alliance, okay. which has, um, I, I'm not um, completely, uh, I don't know about all of their programs, but they have a captain on every show that, that looks at certain, you know, that tried to, to oh, cool. push the production in a sustainable way yeah, as much as possible. Sustainability captain? Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's cool. I, they call it the green captain. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and then the Center for Sustainable Practice in the Arts, mm -hmm. which is a website, mm -hmm. um, also has a lot of uh, information, a, a tiny bit more on the sustainability side, too. Mm. Um, on the content side, there's actually not that much, which is why we need to make more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's... there's um, there's not really... I mean, the blog that we do is the one kind of central place that mm -hmm. I know and it's not that central because yeah. there's other stuff that you know here and there that's mm -hmm. happens that's isolated yeah so please create something yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure um and then yeah do you have any like last things you want to you want to say or share um 
yeah, jump in. We need everybody. <laughs> and artists have, you know, we have so much to offer. Yeah. And we can change the we can change the conversation. Cool. Well, thank you so much for talking with me. Um, this has been awesome. And yeah, I, I was so happy when I stumbled upon your work. I was like, yes, this is everything I want. So yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. It was great talking to you. Once again, that was Chantal Bilodeau of the Arctic Cycle. You can find links to her website and blog in the show notes. I also want to mention a Kickstarter that the Arctic Cycle is launching today for the Climate Change Theater Action 2019. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, so definitely check it out, share it with your friends. It's really a fantastic climate theater and community building project. You can like the Circus Action Network on Facebook, where we'll be posting monthly podcast episodes, as well as sharing articles and other relevant things. And if you are someone who is doing this kind of work, or you know someone who is doing this kind of work, or you want to be doing this kind of work, please get in touch. We want to hear from you. You can find our contact in the show notes and also on our Facebook page. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time. <laughs>